Attention all you rule breakers, you misfits and troublemakers, all you free spirits and pioneers, all you visionaries and nonconformists. Everything the establishment has told you is wrong with you is actually what's right with you. You see things others don't. You are hardwired to change the world. Unlike nine out of ten people, your mind is irrepressible, and this threatens authority. You were born to be a revolutionary. and it wants them eliminated. So your whole life you've been told your strengths were weaknesses. Now I'm telling you otherwise. Your impulsivity is a gift. Impulses are your key to the miraculous. Your distractibility is an artifact of your inspired creativity. Your mood swings reflect the natural pulse of life. They give you unstoppable energy when you're high, deep soulful insight when you're low. Diagnosed with a disorder, that society's latest way to deny its own illness by pointing the finger at you. Your addictive personality is just a symptom of your vast, underused capacity for heroic creative expression and spiritual connection. Your utter lack of repression, your wide-eyed idealism, your unmitigated open mind. Didn't anyone ever tell you?
and society begs you to ignore it, the wave stirs you inside. Neurological repression blocks most people's awareness of the wave. Censoring all thoughts and impulses from the unconscious is their prefrontal cortex, the Gestapo of the brain. Nothing which violates its socialized programming even gets through. But your mind is different. Your mind has been cracked wide open to the way. By some miraculous genetic trait, some psychotropic chemical, or maybe even by the will of your own soul, your brain's reward pathways have been hijacked. Dopamine employed to overthrow the fascist dictatorship of your prefrontal cortex. Now your brain is free of repression. to the way. Their brains are hardwired to enforce the social programming indoctrinated since birth. Unlike you, they cannot break out of this programming because they have not yet experienced the necessary revolution of mind. These program people take social institutions and rules very seriously. Society is full of games programmed to keep people's minds occupied so they will not revolt. These games often cause sick fixations on peculiar protocols, power structures, taboos, and domination, all subtle forms of human bondage. This distinct form of madness is not only tolerated by the masses, but insisted upon. The program ones believe in rules so forcefully, they become willing to destroy anyone who violates them. Wayseers are the ones who call their bluff. Wayseer minds are free to reject social programming. Wayseers readily see these social institutions for what they are, imaginary games. Wayseers comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. Helping those who are lost in these games and refuse to help themselves is the calling of many Wayseers. Since Wayseers are the ones who keep contact with the original source of reality, they are able to disrupt societal conventions and even governments realign humanity with the way. The wayseers are an ancient lineage, a kind of priesthood, carriers of the flame, ones in the know. There must always be wayseers to reform the dizzying, psychotic, spinning wheels of society, giant, mindless hamster wheels, obscuring the pure blue skies, keeping humanity shackled in a darkened cage. So wayseers are called to shed light on the madness of society, to Wayseers reveal this divine truth by the 
Hi, and welcome to the Ask Sue show. I will admit that I was too busy listening to the music and then got engrossed in what I was doing on the laptop and forgot where we were. <laughs> Hope everybody's all okay, and welcome to the Ask Sue show, and it's with Hey Mr. Government Globally, a page that we've got on Facebook, which is building up in numbers. It is where we literally outline things that are, we think that the government is doing wrong and where the public needs to speak out. On this radio show, we have no hold-ups. We say what we've got to say. And, of course, we had to have a partner in crime for that job. And, of course, I got my, oh, what can I say, my soul sister, Kathy from the U.S. Hi, Kathy. How are you doing? Hi, Sue. I'm wonderful. How's everyone across the pond? Um, cold, but we're okay. <laughs> we thought we'd ring up the U.S. so we could get warm. I thought it was all good fun, really. <laughs> I'll tell you what, even down here in the sunny southern part of the country, it's cold. I, I, I'm, my, in fact, my voice is a little hoarse today, but if everyone can put up with that, then we've got it made. Oh, look, all I can say is, down. oh, my goodness, look out, everybody. If she's not said a lot today, we've got some catching up to do. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing a lot of posting and sharing today, my usual 12-hour day on the computer. But um, we've got a lot of things we want to talk about tonight. What's, what's new in your part of the world there, Sue? Well, my thing is um, I've just got to say um, a bit of a thing. I know, obviously, we're going off the animals today, and it's about governments. But, obviously, this partly goes on to the government side. And we've been doing, obviously, about the dogs that have been shot um, in the U.S. by the police. And I've just got to say a big hello to a guy called Eddie, who is working at the moment very, very hard. Um, if you go on the Ask Sue Show pe uh, group, he's actually put links on there, and he is, and of course I've gone off the post at the moment, so I'm just finding it. He's actually put um, that apparently 1,200 officers will be sent a quick <laughs> reference guide and it will be posted to all the offices, um, and it will be about training for cadets. It will be for training at cadets at the Academy beginning next month in February 2013. Officers will be trained, and in April there will be a press conference, and it coincides with, coincides with Kane, I can't even speak properly, K9 Week on a national level. It will be nice for you to gear up a segment for that week with their press conference on your broadcast and this is what he's put on my show. I would encourage all your listeners to enter into a partnership with their local police departments, requesting a meeting and by petition by the community. Police departments welcome the idea, like many have as a neighborhood, watch in partnering with the community. I encourage that anyone would like our sheriff's department to explain the training with other police agencies. Commander Phelps will be glad to share it with you. And he's literally... Um, I've got this link on the Ask Sue show, and I must admit I've not had a chance to read it all yet, but it's something obviously we've been doing in the last three shows. But my, my little bit of a rant today is this, and like I spoke to you earlier, Kathy, is about the fact that we have got so many petitions out there at the moment through, through loads of different things. And I was looking through these petitions, and so many of it is aimed at the government. Okay. And then I come to the thinking of, hold a minute, so... We are paying for the government to, uh, who we have voted in that we think that is the best to run our country. But us, us as Joe Public, as I'll call them, us as society, 
is putting together so many petitions at the moment, and we are showing our governments what we need and what is necessary to run our country better, whether it be dog control, whether it be animal cruelty, whether it be about anything and everything. Mm -hmm. Why are we, the Joe public, paying for something that we are having to tell them what we need? Surely to goodness they have got the internet. Surely to goodness they can see as well as we can what is needed in our world. So why are we as Joe Public having to do their work by putting petitions together and getting people rallied round to literally be able to change something that surely is just common sense? Well, really, if we were... That was quite a good rant first thing in the show. (laughs) I I think it's stunning, actually. Thank you. Um, I don't understand why we're having to tell them how to do their job. These are issues that they they already are aware of. They know the people are aware of them. Why, and we call for change. We demand change. Why should we have to do that? You're exactly spot on. You're right. It's just, I mean, even, I mean, Eddie Sintron is the one that I wanted to say. He's an absolute fantastic guy. He's put loads of links on the Ask Sue Show group, and it's been absolutely fantastic what he's doing. And the thing is, though, why is it that people like him, like myself, like you, are having to do such amazing, amazing, I've got to say amazing steps to be able to get people together to get these things changed? For instance... Surely to goodness, the government in America know that there is a situation going on with the police and shooting dogs. Why haven't hasn't one of their MPs, or whatever you call them, people from the government, stepped forward and said, hold a minute, we seem to have a bit of a situation here, we need to look into this. Why is it, we as Joe Public are saying, hold a minute, they're shooting our pets, we're not going to have this, we've got to all stand up. And why is it that somebody from the UK is setting up a radio to make it... A, the awareness get out there more for more people to join forces. I have to agree with you, and and I have a bit of an answer to that question. And I can only speak for my country, the United States, but the rest of the world is is actually looking at us as, um, well, a lot of people have question marks in their eyes. A lot of people have they're laughing at us because our country is slowly falling apart, and it is of course because of our government. Um, I saw. Well, to answer your question, we the whole world knows how our country sends armed forces to other places around the world to fight our battles for us. Well, I'm a firm believer that law enforcement is a branch of our government. So they're fighting against the people. They're protecting the government against from the people. Uh, I, I, I have respect for law enforcement when it's used in the proper manner. Um, I've said before on the show that my father was in law enforcement on a state level, and um, it's changed. It's not Kansas. Like like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz said, we're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. Uh, This is not the same country that my parents grew up in. It's not the same world that my parents grew up in, and the world's gotten a whole lot smaller. I think that our government looks at law enforcement like an internal army, and they hesitate, even though we sign these petitions and we mail these petitions and we speak out and we form these groups and these Facebook pages. I, I, I am appalled and very angered that we still don't get participation or communication 
from our exactly. government regarding these issues when they could make some changes. So here, I mean, if that wasn't, it wasn't really an answer, but it is that an answer to let you know that I'm aware of what you're saying and I agree with you, but that's my take as an American, how I'm beginning to look at law enforcement here um, as a wall between the people and our government. Exactly. And the thing is, in the UK, it's just as bad because people are having to do the same thing, petitions and all sorts. I mean, I do say that we haven't got guns on the streets. I don't say we haven't got them totally. We have, but we haven't got them where the police are carrying them. We haven't even got police carrying guns on the streets. So, you know, they're saying in the US, we don't know how to judge dogs charging at the door if we go to knock knock a door down or whatever. Um, but in the UK, my fight back to that is, old admit, how do they manage in the UK? We haven't got guns to shoot the dogs. You know, I wanted to mention you on the phone. One day when you're doing one of your animal shooting programs, I would love for you to have a law enforcement officer from the United Kingdom come on and help us <laughs> here in America understand how they can do the job they do and maintain structure and peace the way they do, which I'm, I'm saying with admiration. Uh, yes. And we to be such a valid country here. here. Well, do you know what? I, it, you, you know me too well because I've already tried this, and I have tried to get somebody on. Unfortunately, everybody that I tried was busy, which I will just say that we did have Chief Shepherd from the United States on our show the other day, which I was pretty chuffed about, the fact that we got him on. And obviously mm-hmm. there is a lot of people that say, oh, he's this, that, and the other. But I have to respect the fact that he did come on the show, I do would like to say that he did go off the show in an emergency when the um, our canine aggression expert came on, Jim Crosby. He went off because he said he got an emergency, which which I was upset by because I wanted to put forward plans to be able to bring the police and the people like Jim Crosby and like what Eddie's trying to do, bringing the the training out there in forward and i did want to get a uk police officer on so they could say right well when we do a drug raid this is what we do and this is how we cope with it absolutely do you know what i mean um but it's really hard obviously because they've got to call in to a u.s number and also i I don't know if they are busy or whatever but i haven't been able to get anybody yet if there is a police officer that is listening from the UK and would like to call in the show, or if there's a US police officer that's listening and would like to come on a future show that we're talking about, because I would love to know your side of the story. Because let's face it, Kathy, you know, these police officers, if they're not being trained adequately to go into our homes to deal with dogs, that is no different than me and you going along with them police and trying to deal with them dogs ourselves. We wouldn't know how certain dogs are reacting. We wouldn't know if it's coming at us because it wants to eat us or if it's coming to us because it wants to lick us to death. That's where the training from people like Jim Crosby and canine aggression people, that is exactly what they're needing. And and let's face it, some of these people are going to be family, you know, every single police officer's got a family to go home to and they have got to protect themselves too. That's not saying that I believe that they need to shoot our pets. I am not. But I'm still. I'm going to sit on the gone fence and say there is two sides to every story. Do you mean well, there now? Is. There, but there is also the ones that have shot them, and I've seen on the videos where I'm not being funny. It's a damn right disgrace, and there is no way they should be in a uniform, and they should have it stripped straight off them with no questions asked. 
especially when you've got video evidence to prove what has been said. In the case of Chloe, especially the one that was uh, trapped in the garage. Yes, I've seen that video too. Again, I still can't see why common sense didn't sit in there. Why didn't they just (laughs) shut the garage door on the dog and leave the dog be? I'm laughing because, I'm sorry, law enforcement and common sense in the same sentence, I'm I'm sorry, it just doesn't, you know, here again, no disrespect to law enforcement in general, but your comment about the training they received, it would be like a civilian answering a police call. I'm not trained for that, so my goodness, but think about this. In training these law enforcement officers how to deal with people, how many households have a pet, for crying out loud? That just seems appropriate and common sense that training for these pets would be a part of their basic law enforcement training program. It just it exactly. going to have to be from this point on. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look at this from both sides of myself, and you know me, I'm, 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 I'm the tough one here. I really get... get get tough on people because I want answers and uh, yeah. I think uh, I think they're feeling the pressure now I think um, and, and I know we're taking we're, we're making baby steps but we have to start somewhere and I think that your shows that you do every day of the week or six days of the week um, I think those shows have had a tremendous bearing on that Sue I think they have yeah. raised awareness to a level of, of that's so heightened it's never been this high and I commend you for what you do. Um, here again, though, you know, we're dealing with government, and that's that roadblock again. That's that roadblock. Yep. I'm not getting off the subject of animals, but I saw a picture this morning. In fact, I posted it to my Facebook page when I first logged on. Um, it's talking about the war on drugs. And in this picture, it had a picture of pharmaceuticals, a picture of the CIA, a picture of banks, and a picture of prisons. And then it said, some wars are not meant to be won. Well, when I looked at that picture, I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, I have got to make a note of that to bring up on the, on the show today. Because it all revolves around money, which we know that. Government revolves around money. We're aware of that, too. But yeah. drugs are into this country by the CIA, okay? Money is laundered, uh, in fact, Bank of America was even called out. Oh, no, excuse me, Wachovia was called out today, or not called out today, but was called out recently about laundering cartel drug money. Uh, Wells Fargo admitted, Wells Fargo now owns Wachovia, and Wells Fargo admitted that, yes, they had been for years uh, laundering drug money. And then, of course, the fourth element in that picture was, was prisons. So they have to have the drug. The CIA brings the drugs in. The drugs make the money to support the banks and the prison system because the prison systems have been privatized pretty much in this country. They're no longer, well, we have our federal prisons, but there are so so many privatized prison systems where you would not believe the cost per prisoner that it takes every day to keep these prisons running. And if you look at this whole thing together, it's like a machine. It's and it's it's all under the government. The drugs, the CIA, the banks, the prisons, it's all and it's right there blatant in front of our face every single day. 
So what can we as Americans, as citizens of the world, do about this? Mm-hmm. I just, I, I must admit, I, I, sorry. I said it's very, it's very frustrating, and I'm, I'm yeah. trying to go back on my page and find something. Um, I, I'm trying to find that article too. Um, where Wachovia was uh, here? Here we go. Um, I want to give. I want to post a link to this in the chat room for everyone to look at. It is the information that I was just telling you about Wachovia and uh, how they were laundering, help launder Mexican drug money. And, um, you know, for our government to overlook that, and someone made a comment the other day about, well, you know, why, why are the governments penalizing the, uh, the banks? Well, my goodness, you know, all parties involved should be reprimanded, penalized, fined, whatever they have to do. But are we seeing any of that? And quite frankly, this is the first thing that I've seen about any big bank in America being brought out to the public like this. Um, I know a couple of weeks ago I talked on the show about uh, how Mexican soldiers seized the DC-9 jet after it landed in April of 2006. It was at the International Airport in Ciudad del Carmen, 500 miles east of Mexico City. And in that crash plane... They found 120. This is a CIA plane too. They found 128 black suitcases packed with five to seven tons of cocaine, valued at 100 million dollars. The stash was supposed to have been delivered from Caracas to drug traffickers in Toluca near Mexico City. And this was a CIA cargo plane that was supposed to be transporting prisoners. Excuse me. And it crashes. And if you remember, I even posted links to photographs of this very thing. Um. Our government's very corrupt, and it's not just my government here in this country. I, you know, this is a subject that's very sore to me and, and very close to my heart. And um, when yeah. we start talking about big money and the 13 families that control it in the world, then the Illuminati comes into play. And we all know how I like talking about the Illuminati. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I posted some information about the show today to several different pages, and, uh, you know, I, I made it a point to let them know that I'm, I have no filter, and I do like to ask the questions that people are thinking about but are too afraid to ask. And yeah. I was having just a conversation this week with someone at night. We're sitting discussing this very thing. And I said, you know, one thing about me, I have no family. I have no parents living. I have no brothers and sisters. I have no children. So I, have, I can be as outspoken and blatant and direct about this as I want to be. And if someone wants to come after me, I'm not a person, I'm not in a position where I'm worried about my child being kidnapped and held as ransom or my family being embarrassed or, you know what I'm saying here? Yep, yep. And, and that you, person I was speaking you know to said, go ahead. Sorry, you're absolutely right, and I agree with exactly what you're saying. But I'm not being funny, of, even though I've got my kids, and obviously I've got to protect my kids and my family and everything. But at the end of the day... I want to protect them totally through their life, too. It's not You're just right. about the fact of them being things. They're going to be robbed every single day if we don't start, right. start changing the way this world is. I worry every single day, and I look at my kids sometimes, and I look at what's in our world, 
What is it going to be like in 20 years' time, Kathy? How are they going to cope with it? The only thing I think to myself is, if I can change the way my kids are thinking now, and I show them what's going on in the world now, hopefully by the time they're 20, start again, by the time another 20 years comes on, most of those kids will be switched on to be able to see what's going on, and hopefully with our help, they will have changed the world enough to be able to live it without worrying so much. But only if people get together. I I have said this to you many times, and I'm not saying it just because we're on the air right now, but your children are remarkable children who are so in touch with reality. And they're yep. such admirable kids. They've got Facebook pages. They've got, they, they're active in saving animals. And as everyone knows, Sue and I both are huge animal advocates. We're warriors, and we do not back down. Um, your children are remarkable. And if more children of this world were like yours, if more parents took a hands-on approach and actually communicated with their family like you do, the world will be a much better place. And I, I'm glad that you are in the United Kingdom because there is much, much, much less violence there than there is here in this country. And I think that's even a bigger reason for the parents in America to wake up. And, you know, don't – don't. It, first off, I get upset because so many people just don't – they don't think they can make a difference. Oh, or I'm not going to watch the news because I can't make a difference. Well, no, I can't. I can't share that posting because I'm not going to make a difference. We all know that that's just a bunch of hogwash, and that's not the case. And there's too much complacency with parents today, the youth of today, and they think, well, my kids are going to get all they need to learn at school. Jeez. Oh, holy. Oh, golly. Oh, gosh. That's oh, that's that's a, the scariest thought in the world to me. Yep. The scariest yep. thought in the world yep. to me is that they actually yep. think that their child is going to learn all they need to know at school because there's some of the worst influences around right there in the desk next to them, other children. Exactly. But do you know what? You're absolutely right. And, like, even in the U.K., I've got my issues because, obviously, I'm spiritual. They teach them all about other religions, and I have got no no thing about any religion, okay? I haven't got a problem. Even if my kids decided they wanted to go to another religion, that is fine, right? I just think that religion is a belief. Belief does not need to cause a war, okay, even between my kids. So even if one of them decided to go and be a Christian, another one decided to be a Jehovah Witness or whatever, that's fine. As long as they've got a belief and they are well and they're happy, that's all that I am bothered about but I am spiritual. What gets me Mm -hmm. is we have got our English schools showing our children all these different other religions from abroad, from India, Pakistan, and all wherever, and that's not just saying them, but wherever, right? Mm -hmm. But they're not Mm -hmm. teaching our English values. Do you know what? Half the kids in the UK don't even know the... um, our thing of God save the Queen and all that. Do you know what I mean? They don't even know the Mm -hmm. words. You know, the only thing like that that's supposed to be important to our country, which is what we're supposed to be all about, and they don't even know it. But then you ask them about an Indian or whatever religion, and they've learned about it. Well, absolutely. And it's like here in America, when our, and I say this humorously, beloved President Barack Obama uh, made the comment that the United States is no longer a Christian nation. 
Well, who made that decision? Who, who, yeah. did, did he make that call? Excuse me, stand down, soldier, if you did. Oh, excuse me, he's never been a soldier. So, my goodness, i got to take that comment back. Um, <laughs> yeah, who, who is he? Are, are you giggling? Did I hear a giggle? <laughs> <laughs> you did uh, just make me giggle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you very quickly why I'm giggling, because sometimes we may, me and Bill may say the odd swear word, and I and he'll say the f word to something, and I'll and I'll, like he'll say oh the f in food or something, and uh-huh. I'll put I'll say something like what? It's not the ordinary food then. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way you said it, in my sarcasm, Joyne, it was just typical me, Joyne, so it just made me giggle. I do apologize. Carry on. <laughs> no, don't apologize, because I'm glad you did, because you got the humor in my statement. He is no typical, ordinary president, believe me, and his actions aren't either. And what I read yesterday offended me to no end. It was a woman whose parents had been shot and killed in a robbery. And when she went to testify at the trial, the person who swore her in with her hand on the Bible, or excuse me, wasn't even on the Bible. I'm sorry, that's right. There wasn't a Bible. She raised her right hand, and when they got to the end, she didn't say anything. And she and the, the officer said, "Do you understand?" And she said, "Well, you're not finished. What what happened to so help me God?" He said, "Do you understand what I just said?" And she said, wait a minute, wait a minute. What happened to the so help me God? And he said, we don't say that anymore in the court system. She said, and he said to her, well, if it makes you feel better, you go ahead and say it, but I have to swear you in. And she said, so help me God, and was sworn in. And then because her children also, who were grown, were called to testify, she told her children, do not Say, do not stop until you say, so help me God. Because they've taken, they've taken God, uh, which, okay, they've taken, so help me God, out of our court systems. They've taken the prayer out of our school systems. They've taken belief away from this country. Now, when I say belief, whether you're a Buddhist, whether you're Jewish, whether you're Indian, it doesn't matter what religion, but they're taking religion, period, out of everything here in this country, unless you're a Muslim. And I'm telling you what, folks, don't come in my country and tell me how to, what, that you're going to shove something down my throat. It's just like pressing one for English. Excuse me? Whoa, wait a mm-hmm. minute, back up. Hold on. Whoa, whoa. I, you know, I'm an American. My country is our native language is English. You want to come here and live in my country, and I'm going to have to adjust my lifestyle to you? I, I don't think so. Mm-mm. You do it our way or hit the highway. And, mm-hmm. and I know that may sound racist, and I don't mean that racist at all. Racism to do that. You're absolutely right, but don't you make? Doesn't it make you feel that our governments are making us racist? But absolutely, I do. I, 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 I am one of these people. I will speak to whoever from wherever. But then I must admit, we are, I've been, I mean, in the UK, I'm not being funny, there is no gates of entry. It's just a, 
free admission and walk in like as if you come into a family fair at the UK. Do you know what I mean? And, and then they say, oh, hold on a minute. We might just have a few too many. We'll shut the gates. What the hell? You, you've just mm-hmm. done it for all these years, and now you're going to shut the gates? Uh-huh. Oh, it's, it's okay. They've been having babies for the last ten years, love, and they're all here. I'm not being racist. I'm saying that you've let too many people into a country who really is in trouble already, and I'm not a political person in any means, but it's not rocket science for Joe Public to see we've got far too many here from abroad that don't need to be here because they've got homes of their own. We can't survive what we've got ourselves. Never mind bringing everybody else's in, but why do they let them in all in? Oh, because it brings in more money. But hold on a minute. They're actually sending money from here, child benefit money, over to their country. Now, for instance, over in Portugal and all over there, they're in their element. Their country's never been so well off. Oh, wait a minute, because you're sat on the scales, Portugal is going up and England is going down. I wonder why that is. Again, why does Joe Public need to show the government and why has it took so long for the government to actually realise? Oh, I think the government's known all around, Sue. That's, that's... Oh, God damn right they have. God damn right. <laughs> but then they wonder why they're getting racist. Well, because you're making Absolutely. us racist. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the way I look at it, we all have blood that's the same color, and we all function with a central nervous system and a heartbeat to keep us alive. So the color of your skin... That that should be a non-issue with people. That should be just like breed discrimination with animals, uh, uh, breed profiling. It's no different than racial profiling. And uh, I'm not talking black and white here, people. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go a little bit farther, okay? I'm a busty blonde with blue eyes. Does that make me a bimbo? I don't think so. And I feel sorry for the poor sucker who thinks I am. <laughs> but it's the exactly. truth. And I can't tell you when I was young how, because I am a college-educated, world-traveled woman, and I can't tell you how many thousands of times, thousands of times, I have laughed over the years because an individual looks at me, and you can see it now in the face. You can see it in the face. Oh, big boobs, blue eyes, blonde hair, bimbo. You can just, I'll, I'll, you can, I'm going to hear the bell going ding, 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 in their brain. And yep. You know, the poor sucker just does it to himself or herself when they when they think that. Uh, so profiling is profiling any way you want to look at it. But um, yeah, um, what what you said, I'm with you 100% on that. And I really wish we had a caller who would call in and give us some other outside opinions. Um, you know, not not just Cat and Sue, but we'd like to hear from from you people who are in the chat room and people who are listening to our show. I'd like to know what you're thinking. Um, yeah, definitely. The thing is, there must be stories out there that people are, are aware of. Maybe you've been affected by religion. Maybe you've lost your job due to a, maybe a different um, people have took over the business and they wanted people of their own sort in. You know, all these different stories we want to hear about, whatever it is, even if we're not talking about the actual subject, but you've got something that you want to bring to our attention about the government. Please call in. And it doesn't matter which government. It doesn't matter if it's UK, the US, or wherever it is. Give us a call in. We want to know. Let's 
start getting people together. This is what it's about. We can only make change if we're together, and this is what this show is for. Some people have actually inboxed me and Kathy after the show and said, we didn't even know that. That is exactly why we do the show. It's because we want to make the awareness out there. But we don't want to do it because we want to make, you know, people angry or anything like that. It's about sharing love all over the world and helping people realize what is exactly going on. We can only make change if we're aware of it. And I must admit, and and people that are my friends, Kathy and um, Sean and everybody, are all aware of the fact that six months ago, I wasn't into politics or anything. If anybody had said anything to me, I'd have said, yeah, right. I mean, if somebody had said to me about Illuminati six months ago, I'd have said, yeah, I think you're talking rubbish. If somebody said to me, oh, my God, your government's doing this, that, and the other, I'd have said, yeah, right, of course. They, they will be checked over. They wouldn't get away with this. They wouldn't be able to do that. Excuse me, but reality check for me is they are, and we're letting them. Mm-hmm. Let me just say a, a very big phrase that I've been saying for so many weeks now. The governments are probably about 5% of the world. Right, Joe correct. Public is the 95% left. Mm-hmm. Imagine if 95% of the world stood up and said, hold on a minute, we need change. 95% of people said, hold on a minute, we don't want any more of this evilness. We don't want all this stuff going on. We want to have the right things going on, the truth to be said. And we don't want these governments. Please don't anybody tell me that is not possible. Anything is possible when you've got 95% of people stood together. What isn't possible is when people shut up and say nothing. It's when you start sharing posts from, hey, Mr. Government Globally, just onto your page. You don't have to say anything. Just share the page. You don't even have to comment to it. You literally just go and post it onto your page and let people read it for themselves. Even, even listening to that song that we started with tonight, I was looking at the numbers. We had massive, massive numbers at that show when we had um, Garrett John on the show. That was a fantastic show. And he is yeah. just like us. He wants to get the voice out there. And this is where the change is going to take, take it. Well, you know, Sue, talking about the Illuminati, I have many friends uh, here. Now, you know, and once again, most people know my age. I'm 56. I'm not a baby here. And um, I've I've seen the world like it used to be, and I've seen the world as it is today. And it's changed drastically in the last 10 years, 20 years. But I, I seriously, in the last 10 to 15 years, I've seen this country change tremendously with the world. But... Um, I, I have a lot of friends who are very intelligent, very intelligent people who have, who are in my age bracket, uh, give or take 10 years, and I have asked these people, do you know what the Illuminati is? Are you familiar with it? And they look at me and say, what? The little what? Mm. And at that, at every time, Sue, it makes my blood chill. Because yeah. I'm looking at this individual who is supposed to be a mainstream uh, currently updated with you know politics and world news and this and that, and you're looking at me like I'm the man in the moon. The Illuminati, it's real, it's real, and you would be surprised at how many conversations I've had with people, 
And they're fascinated once I began, you know, to, to really give them. I don't sit there and try to, to tell them just from my mouth to their ears. I like to back up everything I say, you know, with research. And, uh, yes, Garrett was cool. Norris Cole just made a comment in the chat room. Garrett was cool. He was. He was very cool. And his um, his organization, The Wayseers, uh, it's about having your eyes open, people. It's about really being proactive in your life, in your city, in your country, and as a part of the world. Because like you just mentioned, Sue, we're part of the 95%. We're the people yep. out here. Um, I'm sorry, I had to laugh at Nars. He had us in a hot fuzz. <laughs> well, Nars, he did. He's a good-looking man. What can we say? <laughs> but more, more importantly, an intelligent man is what rocks my cradle, okay? Just so you know. <laughs> I like that mental connection. But I do. And, and there were people that... I, and I admit, I still have a couple of naysayers like, oh, you got to be kidding me. That that doesn't exist. The Illuminati doesn't exist. Okay, you know, you can't argue with stupidity because they'll beat you to death with a bloody ant. You know, seriously, you cannot argue with stupidity. You can't fix it with duct tape and WD-40. You just, you just, I, me, I get so frustrated. Ignorance is one thing. That's when you don't know. Stupidity is something totally different. That's like when you just don't want to know, you know, or when you know better, but you still do stupid stuff anyway. So um, I think when you and I have these conversations, uh, it is about awareness. Uh, Like you just said, you know, share these links on your page. You don't even have to comment. It's all about bringing about awareness, and there is something that we can all do. And um, I know there's some really intelligent people out there listening and intelligent folks that we have on our pages, and I see what they do every day. And they're willing to step forward and speak out and, you know, make a post that others might look at a little, hmm, kind of scratch their heads. But, no, I, I admire people like that. And I've said before on the show that I want to make people think. And at the same time, I want somebody to call in and make us think. Right, Sue? Yep. Absolutely. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I make this challenge to people out there in the listening audience all the time. Make me think about something. Call in and make me think. Give me something to get fired up about because yep. I thrive on that. I love it. It's, it's like, do you know what? When, when I was younger, um, I've got to say about a guy called David Icke, and obviously he's from the U.K. He used to be a football um, presenter. And then, obviously, everybody started saying, oh, he's lost it. He's lost his marbles. He, he's talking oh. rubbish. He, he talks all this, that, and the other, right? And I can actually say, now, I have read some of his comments and some of his things, and, okay, it's took me a while to cl- clock on to all this, maybe because I haven't been with the right people to open up my eyes to certain things, and people show me, and, and I must admit, and I, I don't mind saying to people on the air now, the things that sometimes Kathy says blows my mind still now because she's further ahead of me. She's been reading all these things for a long, long time. And some of these things I sit here listening to on the radio and I think, oh, my good God, really? Is that mm-hmm. real? And then I'll go up and I'll look and then I'll talk to her tomorrow and I'll be saying to her, so, so how did this, that and the other happen? And she'll say, well, it, and, and it amazes me. But it's only by the fact that somebody has opened up read the stuff, 
shared the links and literally has told us about it. If we don't pass on these things, it doesn't happen. Now, David Icke has actually got so many links and so many posts that he puts on, and I honestly thought he was a total clown until I really started to look at his stuff properly. Well, I didn't even go onto his website because I'd had it drummed into me. He was losing his marbles. He was this, that, and the other. And I would love to get him on the show. So if anybody actually knows him, please, I would love to get him on the show. He talks so much stuff. I mean, if you go onto YouTube, I'll see if I can get some links for everybody in a minute. But go onto YouTube and type in David Icke. And some of the things that he talks about are mind-blowing. He literally goes into, into London, and he will stand with people that are homeless and stuff, and he will record the police, and he will record anybody and everybody. He'll talk to anybody and everybody. And he even did um, a big, long, um, literally, of talk, and, and they couldn't get enough of him. And people were actually flocking in to go and listen to him. And he said, when he first started doing it, he said people thought I was an idiot. His family got totally bombarded with such rubbish. Right. He, he was threatened and all sorts. Okay. Well, of course, because he's just like us and he's actually speaking out. But people now are starting to listen and they realize what he's saying is actually true. And I have got one link. It's called DavidIke.com, and it's exposing the dream world we believe to be real. And this is right, because we just carry on every single day. How many people right now are sat at home and wishing that they could make a difference? How many people are sat at home who are struggling at the moment with no money that really think there's got to be something better? Why do we have to struggle like this and everything else? Well, I'll tell you why, because nobody's actually standing up. You're now, right. Do you know what I find really funny? Have you just What's seen that? that I've just copied that link into the chat? I, I see it. Look at that. Look at that. I see it. I it's see what you're talking stars about. In, it's got stars in the bloody link. Excuse I my French. It. Well, America, you didn't say anything wrong. Bloody's no problem. You mean the damn link? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And guess what? It's not letting us have that. Um, it's so that is on. Oh, my gosh. I'm seeing it myself right now. This is censored. The Internet. It is, it is. absolutely it, not giving it's us. It's done again. It's, it's not, it, it is not just because I cannot believe that. Okay, tell us what those three are. And do you know what? When when you click on the link, it won't even let you go to it. When you put it in the chat, Bill's just tried it. It won't let you go to it. See? I'm, I'm, I, oh, my goodness gracious me. I'm getting ready to I'm actually going to, I tell you what, I am going to just message. I have got, um, I think I've actually got David Icke on my Twitter. I am going to actually Twitter him with that and tell him. I think that's amazing. That just Now, people, if you do not believe anything else we say tonight on the show, and I just want to say to anybody listening to this on archives after the show, we have just tried to put in a link, and I am actually going to say the link now just after pure defile. Right, if you want to go onto this link, you click www. David Ike, and that's D-A-V-I-D-I-C-K-E dot com forward slash forum 
forward slash. And if you type in Illuminati and 2012, it will give you links of 2012 and whatever. But there's loads and loads of different links on there. But we have just put this in the chat room. And as it, we put it into the chat, it actually goes and puts www.davi, then it puts three stars, e.com. It is actually stopping us from putting it in the chat room. You said his last name is I-C-K-E? Yep. Okay, yeah. I'll tell you what, let, let me just try... Let me just try something else. I'm just going to try a little bit of an experiment. I'm just so amazed by that. Let me just have a look. Uh, are you, Sue, are you really you amazed? Look at that. Even the Twitter. Wow. How crazy is that? Even his Twitter will not go up. It's I-C-K-E. And it will not go on there. I uh, no, no, no. Uh, Oscar says Oscar Talk says it's only because that group of letters together spells a word that is considered rude. No, no, no. It's I C K E. There is no D in front of the I C K. So you've got letters in between there. So it's not. And Dick is a man's name. Exactly. You know, but, no, that. No, that, that no. This is this is this is government monitoring at its prime right here, people. What we're talking about right now on the Ask Sue show, this is exactly what is happening. We are we're seeing it right here in front of our very eyes. So, someone just made the comment: shut down the um, internet, shut down the government. Well, the government is going to have the internet no matter what. They're going to continue having theirs. And don't even get me started on Facebook. Thinking that they are I was just about to say. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, Facebook is like its own little government. They they've got their own little uh, monitoring system. And I was having a conversation with someone just yesterday. It was a long thread that she and I were communicating in, and we got into some pretty controversial subjects. And she said, "Oh my God! I bet they're watching us right now. How many uh, keywords do you think we have mentioned in our conversation?" And I look back and I'm like. Uh-oh. <laughs> Run! <laughs> <laughs> <Far> too many. <laughs> because we were talking about everything from the White House to, I mean, the gun control, and you name it, we talked about it. And uh, and you know me and gun control, and I won't even start with that subject yet. But, um, no, I, see, I'm I'm amazed at, at what you're talking about here um, and, and the fact that I'm doing it myself on the computer and I'm getting the very same thing. Um. I just found his uh, website. Let me let me just see if if see it's doing it there. Isn't that weird? That is absolutely but, but I think Oscar Talks has just um, said exactly the same thing. It's, it's probably they're picking up because it's got D I C K in the word. David. Oh, I see. I do see now. I do see now. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. I'm, I'm, you're right, Oscar. But the thing is, that. but the worrying part is that is some people's name. You're exactly right. Now, and who's who's monitoring this? Wild Talk Radio or the government? I mean, that's my question. I have to ask. And regardless of who's monitoring it, why are they monitoring it? 
why why would they do that? I well, I, I'm sorry. I'm I have my big girl panties on, and I don't feel I'm being treated like a child. <laughs> exactly. I hope my well, anyway, going 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 back to David Ike. Everybody, please go on to um, YouTube and go yeah. just type in David Ike. That's I C K E. And just go and have a look at some of his speeches. They're quite amazing. Um, he just says things in a different way. And I must admit, loads of people in the UK don't like him. They all think that he's gone mad and he talks rubbish. And, and the thing is, of course they think that, because they're not awake yet. You're exactly right. Wow, he's got a lot of videos here. My goodness. He has. Um, loads. This one in particular, I'll be very interested. The lion sleeps no more. Uh, I'm going to copy and paste this link into the video. And um, I think that one, Mr. Van Dyke, for example, is Richard. You're right. It does look like a conspiracy. Of course it does. Um, But then again, you know, Sue and I thrive on. You you mentioned the word conspiracy, and and we can look around and, and we can talk about them all day long because... And here again, most people don't open their eyes. They don't want to believe that the government would ever do anything to us. My goodness, that's our government. Jesus Christ, people. They're the ones that, I mean, you know, we should never fear our government. The government should fear the people. And, and that, until we actually, all of the people realize that, Kathy, we're never going to get anywhere. I know. And that, that is such a sad reality. Reality. I have to use that word. Um you know, I just, um, I think I I posted something, or I was trying to, let me see, um, about Michelle Obama uh, being in the Illuminati and actually tutoring her husband. Um, yeah, I did, I did post it. I'm going to post it again. Um, I, I want to post a few things, actually. I want you to um, take a look. And that's not a video. That is a um, a picture uh, that shows her uh, expressing Illuminati hand signals and things like that. But it it gives you a lot of information about her background. And um, just let me find another one. Yes, uh, the the five 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 Obama. That's that's the very link I'm talking about that I want you to look at. that uh, gives a lot of information. And here again, you know, I'm not afraid to speak out against my government. Uh, I think I'm speaking out against mm-hmm. the actions that are non-American. And it's not speaking against my government. It's that I'm speaking against the, the actions that I don't feel are patriotic to my country, that I don't feel are the American way. And, yes, I realize that change happens. Change is a natural occurrence. But to go from one end of the spectrum to the other as quickly as we have is totally beyond my realm of comprehension. I'm just not there. I I just don't understand it. Um, Something else, too, about the Illuminati, I do want to mention this. This is a really good post here. Um, It talks about members being exposed. And some of the names on here are absolutely going to blow you away. Um, the, the post I just put up there. Um, some of the names on that list, uh, I mean, it takes a lot to really shock me. 
but uh, time may take a whole lot. You know, as y'all can well imagine. Here is a second one that I want to put in too. Um, I'm hoping, yeah, yeah. That that second one. That's also a huge list of people involved in the Illuminati, and there are many website, I mean, uh, Facebook pages too about the Illuminati, and there are people like Sue and I who are you know, anti-Illuminati, opposed to the Illuminati and what it stands for. And uh, a lot of really good resources out there available. Please educate yourself. Open your minds, people. And I think just by coming and listening to our show, you've already done that. I mean, you're, you're a very special kind of person, and I want to acknowledge each and every one of you for participating with Sue and I and for participating in our show and what we talk about and, and for, your, for giving us your attention. I'm humbled by that. And, and honored. Um, I must just say, interrupting, but I've just been on Facebook and I found another gr- um, page called Anart Chadia. I think I've, I don't know how to say this. It's A N A R C H A D I A, right? And one of the posts, I'll share it into the chat now. It says, Imagine if monkeys told us to find another planet because they were here first. How would we feel? Yeah. Sure. And it, it does make sense, doesn't it? And how many times does the human race feel that we need to charge everything else? I mean, obviously, with all the animals and everything, you know? It just amazes me. Um, some of these pictures are quite uh, quite true, are quite amazing, but quite true. Do you know what I mean? Well, when people ask me, as, if they, as, they've had, as they have for years, about my stand on do I believe in extraterrestrial beings. My answer has been standard ever since the first time they asked me. As a human being, it would be very arrogant of me as a part of this race of the human being to think that we are the most intelligent life form in this universe because we're idiots. I mean, take a look at our planet. Take a look at what we're doing to one another. To ourselves, we're idiots. So do I think in, do I believe in, in extraterrestrials? Of course I do. Do I believe there's life on other planets? Yes, I do. Do I believe they walk among us? Yes, I do. Okay, now some of y'all may be dropping your jaw now and reach down by your chair and pick it up real quick and put it back on your face. Um, and I that with humor because I know y'all aren't surprised at anything that comes out of my mouth. But seriously, think about that. If we thought, if we think we're the most intelligent life form, and see, that's how arrogant human beings are because we stole this planet from another life form and look what we've done to it. Exactly. Am I making sense? Am I sounding like I'm off the wall? No, no, carry on. You're doing a grand job. I'm just... Uh, just finding some links while I'm sat here. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. I, I have also found, um, it, I mean, I, I do, of course, want to promote our global government page, but I do want to promote some other people, some other pages that, that share in our line of thinking. Uh, this one, A Sheep No More, uh, that is a wonderful page. They have over 100,000 followers. And, um, you know, this is where you can go to educate yourself, people, where you can go to um, to to find out more, to learn more. Um, you know, we're all taught to better ourselves. Well, it's not, we, we don't better ourselves by 
making more money, driving a bigger car, living in a bigger house, having a country club membership. We better ourselves by improving our mind. Like Einstein made, it's a fact, Einstein said we only, as, a, as humans, we only use 10% of our brain. So that's exactly. Like, that's why like the 5% of the world being government and the rest, 95%, are the people. So, you know, I'm thinking to myself, oh, I've got to definitely get in there and dig out more than that 10% because I know it's in there. And that's what drives me to do the research, and that's what makes me say, call in with something to challenge me. Get my mind rolling. Set me on fire. I mean, I'm ready to go. I'd love to have, have someone call in with some, some new ideas and things that, that we can discuss and new topics and experiences. I love to hear real-life stories. Exactly, exactly. And just to let everybody know, I have started up a new blog, and it's so that we can give updates of what's happened on the show. And also, a lot of people get in touch with me and say, have you got the links that were shared in the chat because we couldn't get them? So what I do now is I actually do um, a blog. Every time I've done a show, I do a blog, and I literally put all the links from the show that's in the chat room, all of them, go onto the blog so you can actually click any of those and get yourself updated with all of the links as well. Okay, hang on a second. Oscar says, speak for yourself, dear. What What did I say, Oscar? I mean, I, I, I don't mean to ever offend anyone. Um, I, I don't, I mean, I don't I don't know what I would have said, but, um, I, and, and I only speak for myself. I don't speak for everybody else. I only speak for myself. Because, good Lord, I know I don't want anybody else speaking for me. I can stand up for myself. I, I you know, I, I don't have to find my big girl panties. I put on my combat boots and go commando. I don't care. You know, oh, it's because he says, I use loads more than 10% of my brain. Absolutely. I think I do, too. I think I do, too. Now I understand, Oscar. Well, I was speaking in general about what Einstein said as human beings. And, Oscar, I think you'll agree. We know people that aren't using 5%, okay? I mean, really. Let's, let, let's be real about it. There are people out there that you have to wonder if they're walking around in a fog, if they even know how to spell their name. And that's the scary part. That's... I think that's where, in America, I think that's where the school system is leading our children to be sheep, not to think yep. of themselves. And that really saddens me and scares me equally as much. So when exactly. you get somebody to say and scared, that makes for a very confused person. But I'm not calling myself confused because I actually think I'm more enlightened than most. So... Um, yes, our, yes, ours. Our brain capacity can go so much farther, and it's just a matter of pushing ourselves. Um, what What do people think about? Um... <laughs> yes, Oscar. Uh, Oscar says if you're saying we are surrounded by idiots, you may have a point. Well, yeah. Uh, we, we've had that proven over the last couple of days. Pardon? <laughs> we've had that proven by the, over the last couple of days. No kidding. No joke. Um, and, you know, we, we, we talk about um, having our, our uh, Constitution challenged here in this country, our Declaration of Independence and our amendments and the right to free speech and the right to bear arms, protect ourselves. Uh, these things are all being challenged right now. And these are, this is the basis of which our country was founded. So for a new government to come in and say that they're going to take away my inalienable rights, Excuse me? You know, that's why I got so upset about Obama saying that we're no longer a Christian nation. Well, don't come in here and push Islam down my throat. 
Exactly. And you know, I, I, this is this is still my country. I'm, I'm an American, and I was born and raised in America, which my president can't say. So, I mean, you know, if there's so much, if he has nothing to worry about, why are all of his records sealed? Why? Are, I mean, why so much secret? You know, the man who's running this country should be an open book to everyone. But and the thing is, let's face it. We have to all be open, because even on Facebook at the minute, I'm sorry, I had to bring up the F word, um, but okay, Facebook at the moment, if you want to sign in in certain ways and you can't sign in, they're even asking you if your driving license as proof of ID and everything else. Well, hold a minute. How come they aren't making uh, the president actually give in some of his stuff? Because, like, over in the U.K., we have to give all, like, accounts for our um uh, our companies and stuff that's literally aired so anybody can actually see our accounts and stuff on companies. So why the heck can we not know about our president? You're right. I'm listening. Don't I'm me? also talking in response to something that Oscar said there. Uh, yeah, even about the control of the Illuminati. Um, the Book of Transformation Norris is talking about. Uh, it does. And, you know, and here again, I am not a Bible thumper. I am not a religious fanatic. But I do want to go back to what the Bible wrote about Revelations and the end of days. And there are so many signs out there right now, um, global, global signs. And Christianity is the number one religion in the world. Um, I mean, it's, it's the largest religion in the world. So, and here again, I hate to keep talking about or keep bringing up religion, but... You know, let's let's go. I mean, uh, Nostradamus, look at what he prophesied and how it came to be. So there's a lot to be said about that. And I do want to say for those of you who don't know that Sue is a psychic reader, and she has given me readings. And that's another whole show altogether. Her Wednesday show is about psychic readings, and she has some amazing guests on. And I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Because if any of y'all heard the show where Michael Totley was on and he read me, you'll hear my response and you will hear me get emotional. So uh, I do give a lot of credence or a lot of credit to things that are written throughout history um, and about, um, well, just, just educating myself. I, I just, I, I, it's, you know, I can't do that for anyone else and no one can do it for me. So, um, uh, Norris just mentioned um, Lisa Beretta and her book, um, a wonderful book. And it does explain it all perfectly. Um, Oscar's talking about our, our society here, our system, the democratic system, where the majority rules us like a mob. Absolutely. There, our government is just like organized crime, only, in my personal, humble opinion, not as organized. I mean, if the right hand knew what the left hand was doing in this country, it would be, we would be in a much better state of, of being right now, a much better state of welfare financially, a much better state of being as as a people. But we don't know what the right hand, I mean, the right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing. There's just so much confusion. And when you go to get something answered or you go to ask a question, it is like a maze, trying to get out of a maze in a cornfield, um, trying to trying to find your way home to an answer because it just it takes forever for it to go through the 
chain of command or the process or whatever you want to call it, you just don't get any straight, direct answers anymore in my country. So, no. um, uh, you know, talking about countries and, and governments, uh, Rep shared a link with me yesterday, and this just absolutely blew me away. Now, this is in New Zealand, and um, it's, it's not just because I'm a cat owner. The article. And this article says uh, it's called Cats to Go. Cats to Go. Cats to Go. And New Zealand is talking about how they want to eradicate all of the domestic house cats because they are jeopardizing the population of their endangered bird species. I mean, I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is New Zealand's government. I've always heard that New Zealand was a wonderful place to live, just like it Australia. It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And actually, um, at this point in time, I think Iceland is the only country that I respect their government as far as making good decisions because where my country bailed out the banks and penalized the people, the Icelandic government bailed out the people and penalized the banks. But that's another whole subject. But New Zealand really shocked me by this article, and they really, this is not a joke. This is not a joke. Uh, It says Kiwis own the most cats per capita with 1.4 million cats in New Zealand. Okay, that's fine. They say cats have contributed to the extinction of non-native bird species. Uh, You know what? And and this this is what I told Rat. If a government... Can, can eradicate a, a species, quote-unquote, your domestic house cat, what's next? Lions and tigers? I mean, yeah, I, I, I know I may sound like I'm a little bit on, on a rant here, but may, but I am. I mean, this is, when when does the government, what, what what is their cutting off point? I mean, now you're messing with Mother Nature when you start doing that. Mm-hmm. And, and nobody messes with Mother Nature, Right. Yeah, yeah, but the funny part is, how much human responsibility can they put forward of killing the native birds? So are you telling me they're not spraying crops? Exactly, exactly. Thank so me, you. How, how much mm-hmm. other stuff? It's all right saying the cats, and let's let's be re- realistic. Of course, they're going to be killing some of the birds. But hold on a minute, let's take the cars off the road because they must be hitting quite a few as they're going down the road. Hold on a minute, let's stop the tractors because they're spraying all this stuff on our fields. That must be killing the birds. Absolutely. What on earth? And, um, and while I was over there, and I've been to New Zealand, I lived there for a year, so I know what I'm talking about. When I was over there for a year, they were actually putting stuff on strawberries to kill blackbirds and thrushes because they were killing their crops. Oh, my gosh. See? Well, yeah, serious. Talking about, I, I get, and oh boy, and there's another whole story in the fact that people eat those strawberries. So it's you know it's a, they're killing birds, but what's it doing to people too? And then we get on the subject of genetically altered fruits and vegetables, which is a big deal here in this country. But I'm assuming it is all around the world. What what they what they actually do, Kathy, is they've actually got um, they get stro- pick the strawberries. They cover them in um, a poison or something, chuck them around in certain areas, then the bird goes and eats it, and obviously it's dead. So yes. the ones that they're, act- you know, they're talking about the fact that 
cats are doing it. Well, hold on a minute. There's people out there actually killing the birds. So a fantastic rare breed may come and eat a strawberry that's supposed to be meant for a thrush or a blackbird, which doesn't mean that that's any less important. I'm not saying that at all. But you can't go blaming one thing when another species is doing exactly the same thing but in a different way. Yeah. I'm listening. Uh, but then I will also say, though, that New Zealand is an absolute beautiful place. I will say that New Zealand is very hard to get into, which is fantastic. When I was in there, when I was over there about 16 years ago, and let's face it, there could be changes since then, obviously. But when I was over there, it was literally where you walked down the road and everybody said hello to everybody. It was where it was so laid back. Whatever wasn't done today was done tomorrow. And such a different, it was like um, so laid back, so, it's it just so refreshing. It wasn't like everywhere else where everything has got to be done yesterday. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. lovely, really a beautiful, beautiful country. But then, you know, at the end of the day, you can't say, oh, we're going to kill, it's like over in the UK at the moment, they're going to kill um, badgers. Why are they going to kill badgers? Because our cows are going to get, are getting TB off the badgers. The funny part was was when I read that they're going to do the cull because at the end of the day there's too many badges with TB. They did um, investigations on, cer- on certain um, uh, badges in fields. They did the tests on the badges. The badges didn't have TB, but in the same field the cows have got TB. Okay. Then there was another part where in Shropshire um, Wildlife Trust, oh, I think it was Shropshire Wildlife Trust or Badger Trust, were actually going to do a month trial um, to literally inject into the badgers a um, vaccination to stop them getting TB or getting it to get it from them or whatever, right? They're going to do that for a month, and then the government have said, hold a minute, the government, the ones that have just said they agreed to a call, had then turned around and said, obviously a different part of the government, and they obviously don't talk, had said, yes, they're going to give it a month's trial. They'll have a look at the results, and if it's good enough, we'll roll it out over the country. Oh, so one half the country saying, let's blow the heads off. It doesn't matter. Let's just get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Even, though they're, they're, even though this same government, not that um, however long ago, went and made it into protected species, oh, but now it's passing it to cows, we'll actually get rid of them. Okay. So then we've also got where one part of the government says, actually, we'll just blow them away. But we've got another government that say, part of the government that's saying, actually, that's a good idea. Let's inject them. We'll give it a trial. Mm-hmm. Is that just messed up? Well, it, listen, it's just like the, the wolf killing over here out in, uh, in Colorado, out in Wyoming. Um, you know, the governments are allowing helicopters to fly over, and they killed the wedge wolf pack. And every dog in existence is a direct descendant of the wolf. Uh, it's just like the horse slaughter. They're rounding up the wild horses in this country. And they're re-ending slaughterhouses to kill and to, to start selling horse meat. Now, come on. We're not living in a third world country here. This is America. We don't kill horses for food. No. This is not China. We don't kill dogs and cats for food. They can take that, that cultural thing and stick it up their arm parts. Because, yep. I mean, the videos that you and I have seen, um, I don't want any part of that. Um, 
I mean, I could go on and on about how governments go in and and try to quote unquote eradicate a certain species or whatever, and um, I, I just don't think it's right. And this house cat thing, this domestic cat thing, uh, they're still an ancestor of the 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 lions and the tigers, and, and you know they they are. And that's why they have that instinctive nature. It's, a, it's an instinct. It is not the nature of the cat. I mean, it's not something that's, that's trained. You don't train a cat to go hunt a mouse or hunt a bird or hunt a bug, you know. Um, and everyone's entitled to their opinion. And apparently Oscar doesn't like cats, so he thinks that uh, um, they should be eradicated. Well, that's, you're entitled to your opinion. That's fine, Oscar. Um, but um, I just think that, that we have to draw the line somewhere because here again, like you mentioned earlier, about what kind of world are we leaving the children? What kind of world are we leaving the children? And uh, th- that makes me so sad, even though I have no offspring. Um, I love children, and I would like to know that I'm doing something positive to help their future, the future of this planet. And uh, yes, Norris, the wolf killing breaks my heart, too. Um uh, and, you know, killing any animal hurts my heart. Uh, this morning I was looking at trophy hunting, uh, some of the anti-trophy hunting pages, and to see people, uh, this one woman was kneeled down behind this majestic, regal lion, beautiful king of the jungle that she had just shot and killed. Um, that That is wrong. Uh, yeah. And then there was a picture of on another anti-hunting uh, page, um, a, a picture of a giraffe that these two hunters were standing beside of so smugly, looking at, smiling, and I wanted to smash the grin, smash the grin off the face. I did. And it was all because of economics, all because they had the money to go into um, Namibia or whatever it is, and, and certain parts of Africa, and you know it brings in a hundred million dollars a year, or a million dollars, or a hundred thousand, or whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't care if it brings in one dollar. Um, you know it's wrong to 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 do that. It's just wrong to do that. So um, you know here again, I got off on a rant about, and it involves animals, but here again, it's just um, they were here on this. Earth before we were. They were put here uh, for us to have dominion over, not to abuse and torture. So, um, yes, Norris. Kudos to you, Norris. I agree. How can we slay cats for killing when we kill and torture 60 billion animals a year just to eat them? You're exactly right. Thank you for being here. I will share this link to you um, in the chat room, Kathy, but I need to just warn people when she hits this link. She's going to lose her head, and there could be swear words that follow. So any under-18s, please leave the chat room now because it ain't going to be nice. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm going to close that page right now. Otherwise, they're going to bleep us right off the air. And I'm not joking. I'm not not kidding. I had to close it because that, to me, is an abomination. And people who are so arrogant to go out and, and kill a living, breathing animal that is an innocent, and then had the audacity to kneel down like a smug son of a bitch, pardon my language, and and smile into a camera for a picture with a dead animal? Please. 
Give me a break. It's all about, I'm sorry, okay, i got to say this. You know what, these men who go out and do that, it's just like they got a penis the size of a pussy roll, which is about an inch long. It makes them big men. Oh, great. Well, the women who go out and do it, they're no better in my book. They're no better in my book. I have do to you know what upsets me the most? What? The pictures I see when they've got the mum and the dad smiling there and they've got their kid of yeah. about six and younger standing yeah. by these animals. Now, I tell you what, you want to have a war, I tell you, I would rip their heads off just for the fact that they put their kids in that. That is just so, so wrong. So, so wrong. You know, that brought to mind a picture of Donald Trump's sons. They were on a hunting trip, and I'm trying to think of where it was. Um, and they were standing there. You know, of course, they've got more money than they'll ever spend in ten lifetimes, and um, only because he continues to file bankruptcy all the time, but that's okay. For um, them to stand there smiling so smugly, uh, I look at them like pansies. Those boys are panty waist. They got cojones the size of a BB, okay? I'm sorry. That's just a macho thing, and I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I mean, I, I, I must admit, I get upset over these animals that have been killed like this, do you know what I mean, and all these different things. But what gets me is the fact that they sit there with the kids, and the kids are smiling, and they're thinking, oh, my goodness, isn't my dad so brave? No, he's not brave. Do you know what I mean? I just don't, honestly, just don't get it at all. And it just sickens me. And and yet again, we've got Facebook that allows all that as well. It's just I'm terrible. I'm just having to type something there. Um, yes, um, there's a conversation going on in the chat room, and uh, Norris is bringing up uh, a very good subject, talking about, you know, the, the cat issue, um, you know, with cats, and he's right. It is an innate behavior. Uh, there, it's a behavior to kill because they are carnivores, true carnivores. They're not carnivores, and to kill is not what we were put here for. He's right. He's exactly right. And, um, you know, I've got my big boy Spike laying here in the chair next to me right now, and I'm rubbing his fur, and I love my baby. And uh, has he ever killed a mouse for me? Uh, of course, the first year of his life, he lived outdoors. And, you know, he would run and he would catch a little chipmunk or he, and he'd have his little trophies that he would line up on, on the doormat for me every morning when I'd go to work. And um, that's, that's when he, he quickly became an indoor kitty cat, which I had planned anyway, but because of the relationship I was in, Spike was not allowed to live in the house. Well, he and I moved out, he became a house cat. So, um, um, mean to offend you, Oscar. I just I know you're having a conversation, and we are all entitled to our views. We are. Everyone's entitled, and I want everyone to know that. So, um, um, I you know, I just want that known. I, but I'm you know I I I, just, I felt like I was being personally attacked about 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 the cat because I was taking a stance on that, and it's not about me. It's it's, it's about the right thing to do, and. For the governments or whomever to think that they can go kill off the wolf population or cat population or whatever population is wrong. It's but, wrong, no matter what you know, country you're in. I, I've just got to say as well, um, as far as we're saying about, okay, we're going to kill off cats because they're killing birds. 
Okay, let's just sit. You know me, I'll sit in the garden fence. Okay, okay, we've got to protect our birds. Okay, and we're going to kill off this, that, and the other for everything else. Right, that's fine. So when are we going to start to kill off, for instance, as everybody knows my pet hate, pedophiles? They can rape and they can murder and they can torture and they can uh, literally kidnap our children. And then you tell me that they're going to go and kill cats because they kill birds, which is nature. Hold on a minute. Let me just say one thing. When are we going to start up the death sentence for people that are 100% proven that they've gone and done something to a child, of the, literally, that is not able to do anything to protect themselves? I'm not being funny, yeah. but you tell me when that law has come up, and I will sign that petition right now. Because at the end of the day, our government goes and puts them into prison for some short, pathetic time because there is no space. But then we go out and we release them and put them on a list, which is a joke, and they are allowed to stand outside and pray our school children that are in a safe, and I'll say that again, safe place. Mm-hmm. So don't tell me about cats that are preying on birds when we have got humans that are literally walking around our school playgrounds or, or can walk into school playgrounds, but we are actually letting go the... Um, the paedophiles out of our prisons, but we are keeping um, people that are stealing and all that, and we're letting them out. Well, let, let me tell you my, my thoughts on that, and I share this with a lot of people. A lot of people have the same viewpoint. Why use these innocent animals for medical testing when our prisons are full of pedophiles, people who have gone and raped children, who are innocent children, we're talking human crime on human. And I'm sorry, there is n- there is no way on this planet that I think they have rights at that point. So take these pedophiles out of prison and do medical testing on them. Yep. You know, take all these animals out of the medical uh, uh, units. When a, when a pedophile dies, let his body be donated to science so they can cut him open and, and work on him. The ones who are alive, let them sit, sit in a chair with uh, all these electrodes and nodules and things hooked up to them and implanted in their brain and dropped in their eyes and screwed in their ears. You know, let them be and save us a ton of money. Exactly. Save a ton of money. You know, um, one thing I did want to mention, talking about the government, too, and and I wanted to bring this up. There's, um, I saw several videos on this very thing yesterday. Uh, Our government, um, and it's it's in certain areas of our country here, um, uh, up in the northeast primarily. uh, This was in Indiana, I think. I think it's Indiana. uh, Napierville. the, the local power company has what is called um, smart readers, the smart meter, and they are they're switching. They're requiring that everyone with the power company, all all the customers of the power company, which that's everybody, except it's mandatory that you accept this meter on your home. Well, it's in the testing process, and radio frequencies are have been proven to be damaging. Uh, to to human beings and animals too, but it can radio frequencies and radiation. We we know what that can do to people, to their minds and to their bodies. Well, there were two women 
who stood up against their city and said, no, I'm not going to allow you to put it on, on my meter. I'm not going to allow you to put it on my home. And um, they were arrested. They were arrested. Um, and if you read this article, I, and I'm with them 100%, you're talking about testing something, and I have a small child in my home, and it's not the radiation or the radio frequency from the one meter on their home they're worried about. It's a collective effect in that town or in that community. Basically, they're making it a hot spot. So what are the long-term effects they're going to be? And that's where the government is forcing them, forcing them, to put something on your home, forcing them. And another story that I wanted to bring up, too, this is a story, we were talking about banks earlier. Um, this is a story about uh, a fellow um, that was protesting in front of one of the banks, and he was arrested, and they're trying to charge him with all these outrageous charges that they were dismissed, but, um, you know, I think we the people have a right to a peaceful protest. I certainly do. And, and I'm going to bring up, you know, I'm a child of the 70s, and, yes, I did grow up as a hippie, and we had protests, and, you know, we would carry our little signs and all that, and nobody ever got in fights, and, and there were no people with uh, gun metal detectors and things like that, and you could go get on a plane without being searched. And um, it's just, have we, have, have, has the, has the government made the people this way, or has the people made the government that way? Hmm. And, exactly. and that's a question. I, I, I mean, can can you answer that, Sue? I mean, really, where where where's the root of this? Exactly. I think, and this is what I've said before. I think half the problem is that. We all blame society for everything that's going on, but we as a society have let the, the governments do as they want. Absolutely. I think... I think if we we're, we're all blaming everybody else, but each uh-huh. and every one of us are to blame because we haven't all stood up together to say we've had enough of it. You're right. You're right. I think we're all a product of our society. And I know that's a, that sounds like a blanket statement, do you know, can, can I just say, I, I was thinking the other day, right, about the fact that we, we have people that say that, you know, in the 50s it wasn't like this. In the 60s it wasn't like this. In the 70s it wasn't like this. But they, all of these people are all past, right? So at some point it started to change. But it must have already been changing slightly before that. That, and they didn't change it either. This doesn't just come overnight with the situation that we're in. This has been going on for a while. I mean, for instance, how long have people been coming into the UK from abroad? You know, uh, foreigners that have come over into the UK. People are making us think about it now. But all them, there's people uh, that are now English that have grown up. So obviously their parents were here a long time ago. So... When we as society say, oh, but when in our day it wasn't happening, no, you just weren't awake and you didn't see it was happening under your nose. That's exactly right. Or they, or they chose to turn their head like, oh, surely I, I, I must be misunderstanding. My government would never do that to me. 
mm-hmm. government would never dump poison in the in the in the in the, in the uh, land to to filter down into our water system. No, our government would never do that to us. Oh mm-hmm. please, you know I'm not going to be a sheep. Nobody yep. will ever. I, I, I'm not going to be called a sheeple. I'm not. I am. I'm part of the people, but I'm not a sheeple. And I'm not a follower. I, I have broken away a long time ago. I've been this way all my life. Call me a radical or a rebellion or whatever you want to call me, but I'm aware and I'm awake, and I have been. I have been my entire life. I, I don't. I've never been one to. I, I've always danced with a different drummer, and, and that's that's a, that's a cliche way to put it. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I, I just cannot. You know, I hear everybody say, oh, it's brilliant now because nowadays we've got the internet and we can find so much, do you know what I mean? Right. I just say to people, if that being the case, why aren't can't people see? Why can't people see what's going on? If there's so much of this internet and it's making a difference and people can see so much and they can find out so much, why are they not finding out? I'm 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 sitting here. I'm I'm what what you said. You know, I'm just thinking about the population in general, and and I'm thinking about when I go to the market, you know, because I'm very aware of people around me all the time. I look at people, and I've been this way since I was a little girl. I used to go with my parents on Sunday afternoons when I was like five, six, seven years old and get ice cream. And we would love to sit and watch people, and my dad especially. And mm-hmm. that's been with me all my life. And now with all that I read about, um, pedophiles, bestiality, murderers, and I've been robbed. I mean, and people who rob at gunpoint, I mean, um, you know, I've had I've been in situations that give me that make me quiver right now. Uh, I had I had I I look around right now every day when I'm out in public doing something, and my mind in my subconscious I'm conscious of everybody around me, and I will consciously at times like hone in on one person because you just get that feeling. You just know there's something. Something that you don't feel good about with that person, you, and and honestly, I have walked away from my my little cart in the supermarket uh, when uh, I can think of two occasions. I had some, and they were both men. That was obvious that they were following me in the store, and uh, on both occasions, I I left my cart setting. I went to the manager. I told the manager, spotted the person, told them to keep an eye on that individual until I left the property in my car. And I've never went back and regretted it. And they were never upset that I left a cart full of groceries. But, you, I mean, people need to open their eyes and be aware. It's just like these parents who send these kids to school every day thinking that they're the safest place they can be. Well, that's why I say what I do to you, Sue, about the fact that your children are aware. They are awakened. They are conscious of the world and what's going on. And your children are making a difference. Um, I was going to mention it earlier, you know, with the Facebook um, pages that they have and the um, awareness that they're bringing about as children, it just amazes me because there are adults out there my age and older who don't even, it's like they're sleepwalking through life. And I think that's what's happened in my country with my government, and that's why I do get upset talking, not upset talking about it, but why I take such a strong stand against what's going on in my country. 
and call it whatever you want. I'm not speaking out against my government per se. What I am speaking out against is what's going on in my country. Who's responsible for it? You know, that's I, I don't have to say anymore. So anyway, anyway, that there's my rant now. <laughs> I got to take a deep breath and grab a tip of my soda here because <clears throat> I can feel it in my throat. And I agree with you, Sue, with our future's Earth, and everyone should look at it as if it's borrowed and we should just do it back unchanged. Yes, you're right. You're exactly right. Do you know, my dad dad used to say that when um, we used to hoard stuff. And he'd say to me and my mum, because we were hoarders, he used to say, why do you want that? He said it is only borrowed because you cannot take it with you. That's right. He's right. Do you know what I mean? Um... I've just got to say as well to, I think I'm saying this right, Quilin that's in the chat room. Uh, She's put, surely I can roam on my earth where and when I please. Yes, I agree with that. But the trouble is, I'm just speaking for the UK when I say this. We have got so many people coming in from all different um, countries that the moment we just have not, and it's a bit like when um, they say about there's no room at the inn, it's exactly the same here. We, We just have not got... You know, our governments are already saying that we're in crisis and everything, yet the gates are still open and we're still welcoming more in. At the end of the day, surely, if you have got a and b at some point you have got to shut the door because you've got too many visitors and too many guests and too many of others, that you do have to shut the door. And sometimes it's not because you don't want to let people in and out the cold. It's the fact there is no space. There is no funding. You cannot feed everybody, and something has got to draw a line and stop. That is not saying exactly. that you cannot come to visit, but the thing is, there is just no there is just no room. Listen to this over here in this country, and uh, I, 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 this is not an attack on any particular race or region of the world. But in, in fact, I'm, I'm not going to use that example because uh, I, I, I don't want to offend anybody, and I'm not attacking any particular origin of people. Um, if an immigrant comes to this country, <clears throat> excuse me, the first five years that they're here, if they open a business, they don't have to pay taxes. Now, think about what I just said. They don't have to pay taxes. And when those five years are up, they can give that business to another family member and get another five years. So... They're not paying taxes yet. They're draining from our welfare system, from our monetary system, and from our supplies, our our resources. So America's been called the melting pot of the world. Well, hold on. So it's time for somebody to put the lid on this pot because we're done. And, and yep. I'm the first to say, bring our troops home and guard our own borders. Guard yep. our own borders. Yep. Keep the drug cartel out of the Mexican uh, the, the the southern region, you know, out of Central America and South America. Protect our southern borders. And yep. our northern borders, we don't, you know, Canada's not posing a threat to us. But for crying out loud, if they're going to let people in there, they can get across those borders illegally just like anybody else can. And they're, they're illegals driving cars that cause wrecks where people get killed. And who's going to be sued? They have nothing. They're not, they're not even driving legal. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's exactly the same here. We've got yeah, some, we've got some here that are exactly the same. And and that's my point. Uh, and 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 Oscar made the comment: borders are often designed to keep cattle in as much as keep intruders out. 
Well, that's true. But as long as I'm as long as I'm a resident of this country, I can come and go. But to constantly let that gate be open, one day the pasture is going to get full, and there's not going to be enough grass for everybody to eat. And we're to that point now. There yep. are 13 states, 13 states in my country that have been publicized as being on a uh, um, monetary death spiral, which means there are so many people draining the welfare system and the Medicaid system, the health care system, the uh, state-supported uh, your monthly check system. Uh, excuse me, i got to tell you something. i got a real problem when people don't realize you want a welfare check, take a drug test. You want yeah. a welfare you want the government to support you, take a drug test. Because you see people with welfare and food stamps down at the store buying beer and alcohol, and you know they've got a blunt rolled up in the car this month going home. So, and, and they're blatant about it. They're obvious about it. I've had people come up to me and offer to sell me their food stamps 50 cents on the dollar. 50 cents on the dollar. Mm-hmm. Now, that's, for me, in America, that's a wonderful deal. But it turns my stomach, and I don't do it because I work hard. I, I work countless hours in animal advocacy work, which is the only pay I get is to know that I made a difference. Do I struggle financially? I think we all in this country at some point, you're either really rich or you're in the lower income bracket. There isn't a middle America any longer. Yeah. So, um, uh, America is going down. It absolutely is going down. Do you know what? I'll tell you something really funny. Uh, oh, I'll say um, a year or so ago, I think it might be even a bit longer, right? I'll tell you something really funny. I got talking to um, a person that d- deals with migration, and they're down south, okay? Uh-huh. Now, he told me that he gets so wound up going to work. He says, I try my best suit because I used to always take the mic. How many of you let in this week? Do you know what I mean? And uh-huh. he said to me, Sue, he said, we're wasting our time. And I said, why? He said, we get people, say, in Scotland that have caught people that have come from abroad. He said, and they give them a train ticket to go down south to be able to be sent back to where they came from. So let's be realistic. So Joe Bloggs gets caught at the at wherever. He gets given a ticket in the U.K., to travel down south by form of a railway ticket, they are sent down south to catch wherever to go back to where they came from. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? They don't actually get there. So where do they end up? In the UK and not even a resident citizen or whatever. They just get lost in the system. Well, Tell me how okay. that is realistic. Exactly. 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 There's just no hope. That's all I can say. Just no hope. I I would like to, I would love to wake up tomorrow and have hope for my country. That that one word, those four letters, hope. Gosh, it's I just I, I'm getting teary eyed because you know, I, I never, I, and, and I've said this before on shows, I'm glad that both of my parents have passed because I know that I know they're crying in heaven uh, right now at the way the world is that I'm having to live in. 
that the struggle that I go through every day in all aspects of life, um, you know, I mean, okay, in fact, the other morning, um, I, I think I, I even told you this, Sue, um, you know, I went shopping two hours later than I normally do at this particular market, and, um, it, well, for Americans, it, it, I'll go ahead and tell you what it was. It was a Walmart store, and they have a grocery uh, department in the Walmart store, and I like to go at like 6 o'clock in the morning when there's no one there. And when I'm checking out, I kept noticing, because I know all the cashiers, I know everybody in the store because I see them every week, you know, two or three times a week. And my cashier, she had waited on me just a couple of days before, and uh, she every time she would scan a product, she would look over her shoulder. And I said to her, what's wrong? Are you looking for somebody? And she said, you don't know what happened? And I said, no, what happened? And this particular morning, I went in two and a half hours earlier. I went in at 8.30. At just before 7, when normally I would have been in there, there was a masked gunman that came in waving a gun, threatening to shoot everybody. Did they close that store down? No. Did they... I mean, the staff that came in at 7 and replaced everybody, they didn't tell them about it. They didn't tell them at all. And when they'd been on duty about an hour, word began to travel. And these employees were scared to death. At that point, I got scared because it made me think, knowing me, honestly, and, and I say this with all the sincerity I have in my heart, I don't, I cannot tell you what my reaction would have been because I react or respond. I, 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 I'm the kind of person that all I care about are lives, lives, save lives. You know, I want to be sure everybody's safe, save lives, animals, people. And I, if I had seen that gunman, if he had come in and I'd been standing there, I have to tell you from the bottom of my heart that I'm inclined to think I would have probably physically attacked him. Now, what would have happened? Anybody could have gotten killed. Anybody could have gotten shot, hurt. Anything could have happened. So that's why I look at the world I live in completely different than I used to because you have to be aware. You have to keep your eyes open. Um, if you don't, oh, well, I mean, there's so many, so, so many ways that sentence could end. I just, um, I hope that... Um, by by sharing the information that we have and um, by people who do take time out of their busy schedule to call and listen to us, I hope that at some point during the show you're able to pick up at least one bit of information you didn't know. Um, and by the same token, I welcome any phone requests. I, I welcome any information you can share with me on Facebook because I just I just want to be open. I just want to be aware. I want to have my eyes open. Definitely. Definitely. I must say, I think this has been one of a really good show. Tonight. I can't believe how fast the time has gone. And it's good that we've had a good old banter in the chat room as well. We've had some excellent people in the chat room. So I want to do a quick shout-out to Adam, to Bill, to, of course, Kathy, to Norris, to Oscar Talks, to Quee, and Ratty BGB. I love that name. Um, thank you, all of you, for joining us in the chat room tonight. It's been absolutely fantastic. Um, please give a quick shout-out um, to whereabouts in the world you're from, because I'd love to know where you're all from and how far we're actually reaching. So please, you know, and any guests, next time, sign into Blog Talk Radio because then you can also join in um, 
to literally into the chat room and you can put your points forward. Um, Oscar says, but the most powerful disagree with you. Um, they're obviously having a little banter in there about all different sorts, but do you know what I mean? But if also, if anybody's got anything they would like to put forward for maybe a future show, maybe there's something that you've seen that our government is doing that you're not happy about or something that you think we need to put forward, give us an email, asksueshow at gmail.com. Okay, and we can literally put that forward. Sometimes, we, I mean, obviously we've always got topics, but it's always good to have a different show to bring other people in as well. So if you've got anything you would like us to bring forward, please give us an email, asksueshow at gmail.com. And also on Facebook, you can go to the Ask Sue Show, which is a group on Facebook, and we will put all the links on there, but also onto the blog um, blog that I've done as well, which is asksueshow.blogspot. Dot co dot uk. So by all means, um, go on there as well. And of course, our Kathy will, and will be on the Ask Sue Show group. And so if you would like to send a friend request to Kathy, by all means, you can too. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Well, Kathy, I think we've done quite well tonight. I can't believe the two hours go by so quickly. And I kind of have to laugh because if people knew how often you and I talk on the phone and... <laughs> We never ran out of things to say, and since I have known you, Sue, honestly, I have to tell you that you have changed my life. Um, you, by my friendship with you and through you, I have met so many wonderful people and have, through the sharing and, and such, I've just, I've learned so much, and it's just been a wonderful experience, and I'm only looking forward to positive things happening in the future. Um, I did just post my link to my Facebook page. Uh, if anyone is uh, interested in a friend request sent to me, I'm more than happy to accept. Um, I am a very private person. I know that I'm sitting here on a, a global radio talk show, but I am a very private person <laughs> and don't go seek out a whole lot. Um, you know, I, I hold the people in my life close to my heart. And, uh, Rad Heebie I want to say that, you know, I keep you my heart all the time. Um, that's a very good friend of mine on Facebook, and um, we have shared so much. And I, I just have to give a shout out to certain people. You know, I, I just I'm, I'm very thankful to have you all in my life, and thank y'all for listening to the show today. Thanks for participating in the chat room. We really appreciate that. And um, Adam, we we do have good vibes here with the show. Sue has different co-hosts on during the week, and her shows are all amazing. Um, when you see a, a, a show that's posted, take my word, my friend. Uh, take take time out, and if, if you can't listen to it live, listen to the archives, because uh, each show is worth it. Each show is worth it. And, and on the blog that we've done, we've now got all of the different um, shows as well. All the shows that are in archives, they're all on there. And also, please give everybody, I need to give everybody the shout-out for our page, which is which we all base it on, and it's called Hey Mr. Government Globally. That's www.facebook.com, Exposing Governments. Go and join the page. You will get some amazing links on there. And Obviously, yeah. we update it all the time. There's things being shared there all the time, and we've got some brilliant admin on there as well. So, uh, you know, you need to join there. It's absolutely fantastic. Yes. Yes. In fact, Sue has links uh, in her um, on her page. Uh, Sue has a lot of interesting groups, uh, a lot of interesting groups. And I would recommend <laughs> that you check them all out. 
Do what, honey? I said covering everything. <laughs> well, but yeah, but but you know what, Sue? You you are about awareness, and I I do want to give one more shout out for your Wednesday show, um, your psychic reading show, uh, the guests you have on, uh, your own capabilities. I I just want to say to all y'all in the chat room, I, and this uh, Sue it has no idea that that I'm I'm going to say this. This is not a a, a, a coercion thing between me and her that I'm going to say this on the show, but Sue has done readings for me and changed my life, and I mean that with all my heart. Um, so check out our Wednesday show if you're interested in that. I have an open mind and an open heart, people. Open your eyes, and um, let's just all be happy and, and take care of this planet and take care of one another. Let's let's do trying and live a life of love and understanding with one another. I think that's a good start, at least. Exactly. And the thing is, obviously, both of us are both animal advocates, and we're sharing links all the time, but also about the Hey Mr. Government um, and about various different things. But with everything we send, we share love to everybody because everybody's going to have different opinions. Everybody's at different stages in their life. Everybody may be dealing with different things in their life. Me and Kathy have dealt with things in our lives, and, and both of us have learned from different things in different ways, and everybody is, is totally different. Not everybody's going to agree with everybody, and even though there's been people have di- agreed with different things and disagreed with different things in the chat room tonight, all of us are from the same world, and we all need to get on. So I would like to say thank you to everybody in the chat room for joining us tonight. It's been a pleasure to meet all of you. So thank you very much to all of you tonight. Absolutely. And the chat room has been very lively tonight. I really, really, really like that. Um, yep. I'm, I'm trying. There are so many people that I'm, I'm missing. I'm trying to send a heart full of love to everybody. And <laughs> I'm afraid I missed out on some. But I do want to get everybody in there because you're all important to me, y'all. Um, I hope you all have uh, enjoyed the broom ride home. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Please come and join us same time next week, okay? All of you. We'll be here the same time next week, ten o'clock UK time, five PM Eastern time. Please come and join us. <laughs> well, Kathy, thank you very much for joining me tonight. Thank you, my And friend. I shall speak to you very, very soon. Yes, darling. Good night, and I will speak to you soon. And everybody have a wonderfully blessed weekend. Bye-bye. Yeah, good night, everybody. Good night, Kathy. Goodbye. And thank you very much for joining us on this show. Thank you very much to Kathy, and please go and join the Ask Sue Show group on Facebook. Please go to the blog, Dog. start again, asksueshow.blogspot.co.uk. Thank you very much, and join Hey Mr. Government globally on Facebook. Good night, and look after yourselves. Bye-bye.